0: what's up y'all what's good what's good what's good
1: welcome to
0: your melanated melting pot with your host maria k and lady Faith. welcome back everyone back. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to our fourth episode Woo! i know <laughs> okay so listen up Tonight, we are getting stingy with the pennies. We are getting stingy with the pennies. And if you want to know exactly what that means, tune into the whole episode and you will find out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to jump on the topic of financial literacy. Financial literacy is very, very important. And if you don't know the technical meaning of it, it pretty much just means having good knowledge of everything financial, as for for your debt, that goes for your income, your credits, your, your bills, just everything and anything, financial budgeting, savings, all of that. So that is a topic that is very important and also a topic that is kind of scarce as far as being discussed at home prior to you becoming an adult
1: right yeah it really is i feel like um in the um african-american community um i can say you know sometimes that is lacking a little bit um and it's it's nothing you know bad or wrong with that it's just you know your parents can't teach you something that they did not know, and that wasn't like something that was discussed a lot uh, growing up as a child. So it's important to teach our kids young, you know, and and find out more information and educate yourself on financial literacy, so that way you can be prepared yourself, and then you can prepare your children for what's to come in the future, right? Because if you don't have good credit, I mean, what do you have? It, it's it's just important. It's something that's needed and it needs to be talked about more because it's it's not, it's not. And there are a lot of things that people just don't know and it's okay that you don't know, but it's also important to take the time to find out different information to educate yourself correctly and understand that you don't just have to go and hire somebody to try to fix your credit right because a lot of times you pay for people to fix your credit and guess what happens it comes off and then it goes back on okay mm-hmm. so you know it's important to know how to do it the correct way and do it yourself because ultimately you can it is possible it's possible and you know uh, being financially literate is important in life and it's something that we put on the back burner and that's just we need to stop <laughs> you know as adults we we need to be financially literate right and the same
0: resources that you you can that you're paying someone to quote unquote face your credit you, they're available to you. They're available to me. They're available to all of us. Mm-hmm. All it is is contacting the credit bureaus and whether you have to, if you're disputing something or sending out letters, like all of that, you can send out a letter yourself. You can get online yes. and log into your credit um, accounts under the different bureaus. Like all of that, it just takes your the time. Mm. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of people are just lazy and don't want to take the time that it takes in order to
1: fix your credit and get it to the number that you wanted to get to. That's true. That's true. We got to stop being lazy. We got to stop being lazy and blaming everybody else. It didn't take, I will, I mean, you can mess up your credit in a day if you're just going online. <laughs> you're just going online applying for this Card, let me get a Macy's card. Let me go ahead and get that dealer's card. Let me get that Apple. Let me get, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all applying for all these different credit cards at a time. Look, now, so you really can mess it up in a day because y'all don't realize that when y'all are putting these hard inquiries, because that's what they are. Okay. When you're putting these hard inquiries on your credit, they fall off. It takes two years it takes two years for them to fall off yes over time the negative effect that it does to your credit it'll reduce right but it doesn't completely fall off until two years so remember that girl I had to tell this little girl at the store in the mall like I'm checking out getting the kids some clothes right and so she was like you want to apply for a credit card I'm like no I'm good you know and so she was like it, it don't it don't affect your credit it don't I'm like I said baby don't tell people that okay because it does Thank all you. right when you apply for a credit card it does affect your credit because that is considered a hard inquiry so you might don't want to tell people things like that because there are plenty of people that do not know that and if you're spreading that information they're like okay well okay, it's not going to bother my credit. But yes, it does. And it stays there for two years. So you have to be mindful of what you're doing and know like if you're going out here doing that, applying for all these different cards and putting all this negative stuff onto your credit, it's going to take time for it to come off. So you have to be willing to put in the time to educate yourself to know the right things to get it off, right? And, And to also educate yourself to not do that in the first place, um, your credit should be something that's kind of like sacred. It's not something that's just thrown around like trash. Um, it's a part of your life, and it can really help you out in the long run if you you do it right.
0: Yes, it can. Credit can, in some instances, make or break you. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm talking about the the bigger things, the bigger purchases that you have to make in life, like buying a home. Or buying a car, and you don't have the cash to just straight up front. I know I don't have a couple hundred thousand saved up, not yet. You know, <laughs> where I can just go buy me a brand new house without no house. No, no, I'm gonna need a mortgage, and in order to get a nice low interest rate on that mortgage, you need a good credit score. You need a deep, a decent credit score.
1: Yes. And it's <clears throat> if you put in that work. Put in that work, put in that work. And it's it's going to take, you know, it takes a little time for for you to get everything in order, but you got to be willing to, to put in the time. You got to be willing to put in the time, man. Like I'm a realtor, you know, Georgia realtor here. So I have a lot of people that ask me questions about credit. That's something that I don't mind sharing information. If I can help you, then it helps me as well, right? So you have to think for the future, you know, don't just think for, now right because you never know in a year or six months you may be looking for a house or ready to look for a house you need to have good enough credit in order to do so right and like lady fave said you want to have good interest rates who want to have high interest rates out here okay who want to give away money right? You don't, don't want to just give away money. I, I don't like to give away money, right? Lady Faye, do you? I don't like giving away money. So in order to do that, you need to have a good credit score, right? So that way you can lock in on some of those good interest rates. And like I said, think about the future. Uh, credit is like having money. When you have the mm-hmm. credit, you got money, all right you can go to the car dealership and tell them whatever you you can get whatever you want okay and because your credit is where it needs to be um, and when you have good credit you don't play about it because I know I don't play by mine. <laughs> it took a little minute to give. okay It was a struggle right but we here all right so um, some things one tip for your credit I have a question for you I have a question for you.
0: Hey, okay, what's your question? okay so like how did you get your credit to the point that it is like what's your credit score again like not you don't have to be exact but what club are you in i'm in the 800s (laughs) but no that's that that's very good and that's not to be taken lightly but that is a great achievement how did you get there
1: well it took work um it, it really did the way that I got there is um one day we own our trucking company we own a trucking company right my, my husband's on our operator so he decided that he wanted to go in, in the trucking business and all of that so we had a plan he was going to go with the company for a year and then after that we were going to go and purchase a semi-truck so during that time um it was a lot, but I'm like, I took some of the information. I'm not even going down because I he, <laughs> he the one who told me to do this. He had been telling me to write everything down. And I'm over here like, I don't want to see that. Because, you know, when you write stuff down, it shows everything, right? And it sometimes can be a little overwhelming. But that's what I did. I took his advice and I'm like, okay, let's write everything down that we have. Um, we had some credit card bills at the time. I want to say I don't know my exact score at that time, but I I know I was in the 600 somewhere. Okay, so I'm like, let's write everything down, um, and we're gonna start from least to greatest credit cards that we had, and we start paying them off. The smaller we started with the smallest one first, um, and we just paid them off. Just paid them off if we could put however much we could put on it, like. And I was really at a point where I'm like, look, this is what we have for groceries. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. We're not doing anything else in addition to this. OK, so in order to get there, if I wanted to take this credit card bill and I wanted to pay $400 on this month, that's what we did. Um, in order to get where we needed to be. And we just kept doing that. From smallest to biggest. And then before you know it. We had all of those paid off. And we had. Once we paid off the cars. Then we started saving money. Back for the truck. Because we knew that. Okay you're going to buy a semi truck. You need to have money saved. And your credit needs to be right. Um, and so in order to not have any hiccups. During that time. It was just a lot of stuff that we had to do. But before you know it one day i checked my phone and i had an email saying your credit has jumped like 100 plus points um and that was like huge for me because i'm like okay whoa man now i'm in the 700 club right <laughs> so you know it's it it is very obtainable um not only did we do that i joined these this black credit group right now it's archived But that credit group helped me so much. I learned so many different um, things that I could do on my own without paying nobody because I wasn't gonna pay nobody to do it, okay? If I could do it myself, I'm not gonna pay nobody to do it. So (laughs) I took the time to join a black credit group and they had templates of things that you could send to the credit bureaus. They showed you um, like what you could do if you needed a credit card, okay? The pre-approval links, they just had so much vital information that I didn't know. And by taking that, it got us where we needed to be. So when it was time for him to buy the truck, we were good. So it just took time. Um, it took time, efforts, and hard dang work, okay, to get there. And like I said, I wasn't always there. And I understand people that have low credit scores. You don't have to stay there. Know that you don't have to stay there.
0: Nope. You don't have to stay there, but it's gonna take for you to stop being lazy mm-hmm. and get up and put in the work to get to whatever your goal is. Maybe your goal is not the 800 club. I don't know why not. Mine is. I ain't there
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but but whether you just trying to get, shoot, if you just trying to get in the sit in the 60s or the 700s
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: But um, no, just really, it's, it's attainable. Don't think that it's too hard. Now, the time that it takes you to get there, that's gonna different, um, differ from person to person because everyone doesn't have the same income. Everyone doesn't have the same resources. Yeah. However, you can put your budget plan together and start working on um, paying off the small accounts, the small cards like Maria K said and just start from there start somewhere pay above the minimum though because you you don't want to just pay the minimum on your credit uh um, yeah balances if you can pay if if your minimum is 25 dollars, pay 50 dollars. try to double it at least mm-hmm. me i like to try to try to pay that off off like mm-hmm. and that's great I got, when i got a nice lump sum of money i went and i paid my i i paid my debt off, paid it off. And I thank God for that. However, I do use my card and when I use my card, I'll use it and then I'll pay it down. Or I'll try to keep my debt to income ratio low. Yeah. I like to keep mine. Like my number is 25% or lower. But really, for myself, like, I'll tell people 25% or lower. But for my personal, I like to keep it between 10 to 15%, depending on what my limit is on that account.
1: Yeah. You never want to go over 30. You never want to go over 30%. Don't go over 30% with your credit cards, y'all. No. It, it, it can affect you. Um, just because they give you all that money, that doesn't mean that you have to spend it. <laughs> okay. They give it to you so they can see just how responsible you are with it, not to go and just blow it. Right. They, somebody give you a $25,000 credit card, you're supposed to be going out here blowing it, right? That, <laughs> okay, because it's not your money. It's the bank's money. You have to pay it back. So be sensible with it. Baby. Be sensible with it and, and use it if you have to use it. Of course, you want to keep your account open. So, lady Faye, that's good, like you said, keeping it at like, like 10% and stuff like that. You know, just keep it at a minimum. Don't go over 30, though.
0: You said don't get that 25k credit card then next week you done spent 15 of it. Right.
1: <laughs> like we're not balling out over here. <laughs> no, don't going get over to the money <laughs> um. Right. So it's just it's being smart about it. And it's okay if you don't know, but it's important to educate yourself so you do know. Um, one thing, to you y'all, uh, credit karma, okay. Look. Mm. Tell them about it. Credit karma is a guide. I will repeat that. Credit karma is to only be used as a guide. When I say that, I mean, the items that are on your credit is accurate, okay? It's accurate. The balances that it show is accurate. The score is not, okay? That is not your FICO. You get your FICO from... Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. All right, they have your FICO, not credit karma. That is a vantage score. And what a vantage score is, it's basically just a score that they summed up of everything that's on your credit, your other scores, and just gave you a score. Okay. It is not that. So when you thinking, oh, I got, I got a 680. And then when you go over here and you try to get this car or this house and they say, baby, your credit is a 590. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and you're like, what? Credit karma? is it no. Use it as a guide only. Um, you can always go to annualcreditreport.com once a year and pull your credit for free. Um of all three scores, okay? If you have a credit card, see if they have any of the credit bureaus attached where you can get your FICO, like um, say Navy Federal, I think they show uh, Equifax, right? If you have a a credit card with them, they'll show you your your Equifax score for free, okay? Use that, go to experian.com, sign up for the free account. All right, they're going to, every time you log in, they're going to try to get you to pay for one. Don't, you don't have to do that. All right, just use the free one. But know your credit score, okay? Look, it's too much information out here. We in 2022. There is no reason for you to be sitting here talking about you don't know what your credit score is, okay? Go to those sites, pull your information so that way you can be privy to your credit score and if there will not be a surprise, all right? So that's a little tip. That's a little tip of the day. The only, <laughs> the only people that should,
0: if they say they don't know what their credit score is, are the ones that's just getting credit or don't have credit. And as far as 18 year olds just getting out there. However, if y'all start talking about it in your homes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> then pick it up then they will be educated and they will know about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have right. to teach our kids. We do. And
0: uh because learning starts at home. It does start at home. You do have to teach your kids. You have to take what you know and then and get with it. So this way they can have a greater advantage that you did not have. Right. And I will say like in my growing up credit really wasn't a thing talked about saving was yeah (laughs) Yeah, the importance you know of credit and when you finally start getting credit of like first of all don't do don't my first mistake I did make a mistake when I first turned 18 I went and got some something for someone in my name don't do that
1: Oh gosh. They no. promise
0: you it doesn't matter how long you know this person mm. or if they blood or whatever. They'll promise you they'll pay it. And then something happens in their life, oh now they can't pay it. So what that means? I'm not paying then the young me, I'm not paying them. I'm not paying it. <laughs> whatever. They're gonna have to that's just gonna be on be on my credit. 35 year old me is like dumb me had to put in to get that off your credit but no don't that is a mistake if it is not your spouse because that's a different
1: situation like
0: or your or depending on what you're doing for your child but like don't treat your credit like it's valuable so it is
1: so lady faye how old were you when you first got your um first credit card Oh, when I
0: first got my first credit card, I was nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, I opened up my first like I got something on credit when I was eighteen. Straight like soon as they oh, wow. the actual credit card until I was like nineteen.
1: It was one of them little rinky dink ones. Girl, I know, I I think it was like, it came to me when I was like either 17 or 18, but Dillard's, I got a Dillard's card in the mail, it was ready to go with my name on it. (laughs) And you know, like at that time, I mean, I'm like, okay, well I'll go buy a little bit here and there. And when I did start using it is when we moved to Atlanta and then I got hired on at the jewelry store, you know, and I was like, I don't have any clothes like that to be wearing, you know, at a jewelry store, you know what I'm saying, so I went and I bought stuff like that, but girl, yeah, I was, I was young, I was young, and didn't really know what to no. Yeah. what no, to do with it because like you said we it's not you know savings is important in a black household right look yeah. you just gonna waste <laughs> no money <laughs> you better to save your money but credit was just something that wasn't really talked about um then and you know they just didn't they didn't know and and now we have so much information that's why it's so important for us to use it because back then our parents they didn't give up them information like that no they didn't have the internet like that they didn't you know um they, they didn't have a lot of resources that we have today so teaching our kids while they are young um like I said in the previous episode well what like episode two you know since this is four now <laughs> but like we had our oldest come sit in the office with us um, when we was doing business you know and the lady like look I haven't seen a credit like credit scores from both parents like in a long time like she said you don't even see credit scores like this you know and so that was an experience for him to see like hey my parents have good credit like that's something that I need um Mm -hmm. he's on an American Express card he has his own American Express card I have it Okay. <laughs> At 13, American Express will allow you to add your child to a credit card. Okay. They you can add them as an authorized user. Listen, don't go over here and get your 13-year-old on American Express card and then just hand it over to them like that. Okay. Cause they're gonna blow on um, Roblox, uh, Robux and whatever whatever else the uh fortnight stuff what is that stuff whatever the books is for that they're gonna use it on it okay so keep it in your possession and i don't care if they are 19 20 and they you don't feel that they are financially literate they you feel like they're kind of irresponsible keep that card okay until they are ready for it and that's what we plan on doing keeping it for him until he's ready and then once he gets at a certain age it's attached to me so his credit is already building now so by the time I do give it to him he's going to have a good credit score but it's preparing him now you know for it and we talk to him uh, talk to all of them about credit even our youngest um about credit even though she kind of it's like don't she doesn't really understand but you know just giving her little bits and pieces of of credit because she thinks okay you got a credit card you just pay for it <laughs> you can just pay for it and so you know, teaching our kids educating them while they're young so when they get our age they'll be well prepared they'll be well prepared and have great credit and won't play about it either That. <laughs> Kids love to say charge it, right?
0: <laughs> Get your card, right? <laughs> but no, but yeah, but teaching them that, yeah, I have this card, but if it's a credit card that I'm using, like I do have to pay this money back, it's right? Like, yeah, they gave it to me, but I have to pay back. Yeah, you loan it back. back. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. So it is important to you know have a good credit score to come up. With a budget plan and to have a savings as mm-hmm. well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Saving is important, um it's very important because you never know when there's some unexpected thing that will happen, man. I mean, just in life in general, but think about, you know, when you have a house, right? When you own a house, you don't have a landlord that's going to come and help you and fix it, right? So, what if something breaks you're gonna need money put aside to fix those things because i don't care what you have it's gonna break okay something is gonna break you're gonna need extra money for <laughs> when something tear up in the house all right and if you don't have nothing you're just gonna be like looking crazy because ain't nobody gonna come to the rescue and save you that's, that's the difference with renting but not only. Only that, it's just life in general. You you need to have some form of money. Um, what if you lose your job, God forbid? Yeah. What if you lose your job you, and you don't have anything saved? Like you have to you have to save. And it doesn't matter if it's like, well, I only make such and such. You're not comparing yourself to anybody else. You save what you can. So if that's putting back $25 a week or putting back $50 every time you get paid do that you know soon you'll be like dang i got this amount of money saved up already because it's something that you've trained yourself to do um and as you uh as not to
0: cut you off but as you you're saving and you start at that 25 then you get a raise or you get a higher paying job or you Mm -hmm. like unexpected money like save more like train yourself to save more yep yeah, like it was like giving away stimulus mm-hmm. money and stuff like that's money that, you know, we you don't normally get so you can't, it should have been, e- it, it should be easy if we get a, if you get a stimulus for you to put like, I want to say half, but at least a quarter of it, you should write be that because that's not something that you work for. That's not something that is a normal income that you receive so that's just like a gift and extra extra, extra. yeah so any, any situations like that any anything or somebody just gives you something or you know i'm trying to think of what situations but anything where it's not something that is standard you should be able to save something out of that cuz if you say like i'm not even paycheck to paycheck and i can't afford okay well if you get something that you don't normally get outside of your paycheck then use that to start your savings
1: yeah Yep. Yeah, exactly and also um you know being and working and stuff uh, you know many companies have 401k plans all right whenever you see that you are able to start with that 401k go ahead and do it that is money that you will not miss All right. It automatically comes out your account or well out of of your paycheck before you receive it. It's just money that's just being put back. And it's awesome if you have a company that will match you. OK. And you'll see like, man, I have put back so much money. I have so much money put back in my 401k. And. That's a way of saving if you feel like, well, maybe I can't start saving on my own, but. I'm gonna do this 401k. That's enough. Another form of saving. So at least you're putting back something uh, for those rainy days, for those times where like I said, unexpected circumstances may come up and you may need it. Um,
0: right.
1: right, and then, and
0: then in the summertime, who right.
1: Okay, <laughs> right, and so you
0: might.
1: <laughs> and you can't you can't borrow from it if you need it if there's like some type of um, tragic experience that you're having, um, a financial situation, you can can borrow from it. You do have to pay it back, but that's a form of saving. Um, So, you know, just getting in the habit of being able to put back some money and, and saving for things that you don't know maybe coming or it might be something that you want to save for.
0: You maybe yeah. want to
1: try to get get a house. Okay. Mm-hmm. And y'all, let me listen. Okay. You I don't, it doesn't matter if you qualify for programs that will assist you with closing costs. Okay. You still gonna need to have some funds to close on a house. All right. When We submit a contract, right? And you say, okay, I want to put down $1,500 with earnest money, all right? You're going to need those $1,500 if they accept this contract. And typically, it's within a short time frame, all right? After that, you're going to need to get it inspected. That can be from anywhere from $350 to $500. Then you're going to need to get it appraised, right? And if you don't have any closing costs, that could be what, $500 for an appraisal. If you don't have any programs um, that you qualify for that can assist you with closing costs, you're going to need to have closing costs. So when you want to make big purchases like that, you're going to need to have money saved. So it's important to go ahead and start doing it now so that way you will be prepared for other things that you want to do in the future whether it's one year two years three years from now you know you can go ahead and start start small do what you can Um, but you'll get there it just takes time and hard work and being responsible
0: (laughs) You you have to be responsible enough to sit down and come up with your budget plan to save to pay your credit off or whatever so responsibility and lack lack of laziness Mm -hmm. yeah word for like unlaziness i don't think that's a word (laughs) (laughs) but it's it is like good credit is attainable for anyone that wants it
1: it is and Mm -hmm. i say
0: that because if you want it hard enough if you want it enough you'll work towards it and if you choose not to work towards it then you won't have that good credits you won't have good credit score you won't have money saved up like you have to put in the work yeah, it's hard but nobody can do it for you you have to get up and do it for yourself yeah
1: you have
0: to get out there and get on your grind what's stopping you nobody's stopping Nothing. you but you
1: the person the in the mirror. mirror
0: your business biggest obstacle you're your biggest hindrance so get up and tell yourself that you know i'm gonna reach that 800 club yeah I don't know how long it's gonna take me to get there but i'm gonna get there
1: yeah start start looking up information start going on these groups if you're on facebook you're on social media you're on there anyway OK, start Start looking for these different groups and things. Start checking out, just Googling, going to Google and just Googling information on how to fix my credit. How do I get a better credit score? What are some of the steps? Start taking steps to have that better credit score. OK, and you can do it. And you'll see, once you look back, it's like, I didn't need, I didn't need to pay anybody for this. No. And y'all, some people charge y'all about a month. Okay. They charge you about a month. And how bad would you feel? Like I said, if they took this stuff off your credit and then a few months later, it came back. Oh, I'm I'm not a violent person, but I'm going to, you know, it's, it's, it'll make you feel bad. It's like, dang, I could have did this myself and you can Know that you can if you if you don't know how to do it, start looking for groups, and there are other people that can help you. That's what I did. I looked for a group that I could join, that I could find out more information. And I learned what I needed to learn to get myself to eight hundred. And if somebody asks asks me questions about it, I tell them because what good of having knowledge if you're not able to share it with people, right? Somebody shared it with me. So I feel like it's important for me to give back and share it with y'all. So y'all can do it. Y'all can definitely do it.
0: <laughs> I remember you sharing that group with me. Yes, yes. I do.
1: Cause we, like we all, we like you, also, y'all gotta be great, right? We gotta be great. We gotta be great together.
0: And- is a form of wealth though. So if you know someone- that struggling with their credit or struggling with their finances and you have a little bit more knowledge than they have like share that knowledge share that wealth because y'all are not when it comes to your credit score and your and your savings and whatever you're not competing with anybody except for yourself. So Mm -hmm. you helping your so-called friend out is not gonna decrease your credit score or
1: decrease your savings. No like help people out right it's not taking nothing away from you if anything you helping somebody else is going to bless you gonna bless them and you're gonna bless yourself as well right because you're not being selfish with the knowledge that god has given you so it's important to help people out whenever you see that somebody is struggling with something because at one point of time in your life you was that same way Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you were the same way so just uh like i said you know be giving when it comes to the knowledge that you learn about different things whether it's savings or what because some people don't even have a clue about 401k no and you'll be you'll be surprised how many people that don't right or you know they just like okay i'm not gonna do that you know
0: and that's because they don't truly like, they might hear, like, you go to, you start a job, you have your orientation, they tell you about this stuff, but they're, they don't really exactly know what it
1: is. Right. Kind of like, I'm not
0: playing my money.
1: <laughs> Where my money going? <laughs> no, nah, y'all gonna give me all my money, you know, yeah. whatever. But thank y'all. For tuning- I know, for tuning in, for tuning yeah. in episode four we look forward to having more great episodes giving y'all more information and just pouring into y'all and it's, it's helping us as well and while we're doing this so yes
0: yeah. and now y'all find out what we meant by being stingy with the pennies. stingy with the pennies <laughs> gotta hold on to your coins don't go spending them to save them to pay off stuff to build your credit and then also save for other things that you may need, so that's what it means to be stingy with your pennies—like to be thoughtful in wherever you spend your money and however you spend it, and to not spend it so loosely and freely.
1: Exactly, exactly. We appreciate you guys tuning in with us on this Tuesday, and we look forward to chatting up with y'all on Thursday. And giving y'all something new
0: (laughs) yes we really 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 appreciate the support and we hope that you all are enjoying what you're listening to
1: yes and you're learning something and you can pass it on to somebody else right so if y'all know per usual if you know someone that could find this podcast useful which I know y'all know somebody, right? So, you know, send it over to them. Send it over to them. There's many things that we will be discussing in the episodes to come. And we want to help help y'all be able to learn some vital information, you know?
0: As long as we're beneficial, then as long as we benefit one person at least. Yeah, we're our
1: job is done exactly exactly all right y'all well we will see y'all on the next episode nobody bye peace